0: is parts (laughs) when it comes to auto parts the old adage you get what you pay for is not necessarily true sometimes the oem or the original equipment manufacturer is both more expensive and lesser value wiper blades are a great example of this there are some amazing replacement wiper blades i don't know if any of you tried the rain x or some of those other wiper blades that are on the market but they're really much better than what came on the car and less expensive even headlight bulbs can be much brighter and less expensive aftermarket. Then there's, then there's the whole subject of used parts. Often, like in the case of glass, used parts are just as good at half the price. And then to add a little more complication, many parts are rebuilt or remanufactured. For example, starters, alternators, transmissions, and engines. So, what has been your experience? Or maybe you want answers. What do you want? You, can you handle the truth? You want answers. We you go- can't handle it. I truth. was wondering about that. <laughs> I bet you can because you listen to the Truth Network in many cases or wherever you're listening today. We appreciate your listens. Call us with your experience rebuilt, remanufactured, used OEM. What's the best way to go? What are your thoughts? 866 348 7884. Call us with your questions. 866 348 7884 eight four like that old wendy's commercials what do you think is parts is parts Excuse me, but what was that in there? It's chicken. 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 Processed. P- processed? That's
1: like when they take a lot of chickens and assemble the respective parts. What parts? What parts? Different parts. Parts is parts. As I hear tell, all the parts are crammed into one big part. Used. Yeah. Then the one big part is cut up into little pieces parts. And parts is parts. What parts? Parts is parts. What parts? Parts is parts.
0: Parts is parts. That's the question today on the Christian Car Guys show. We'd love to hear from you 866 348 7884. 866 34 Truth. How do you save money and get the best parts? Another whole can of worms on the subject is the insurance ramifications of replacement parts. And here to help us out with that, we have our very own Christian Insurance Guy today. So we're going to open up that can of worms as well. Welcome, Bill. Good morning,
2: sir. Pleasure to be with you.
0: And what are you thinking? We got all sorts of insurance regulations. We got state laws, which, by the way, we have all this stuff posted at ChristianCarGuy. dot com, as well as links to all the states' regulations on replacement parts and OEM and those kind of stuff. But, Bill, you're going to carry a whole bunch. you're going to, you're going to share a whole lot on this replacement thing, not just from a car standpoint, but homeowners as well.
2: Yes, sir. You know, uh, I remember one of the most frustrating discussions I had was a body shop that wanted to put a liner in the, uh, the hood liner for the engine compartment. And the part that they wanted to sell from the factory was like six times more expensive than the replacement part that you could have gotten. And we had a long, drawn-out situation trying to get that fixed. We'll talk about things like that.
0: And it's interesting. I, w- I was reviewing some of the different states and what their laws are when it comes to replacement parts you know, in a body shop estimate and those kind of things. And there is a vast difference of how that's handled. And so we're going to be talking about that and how does that affect you? Maybe you've had an insurance adjustment or claim where you're trying to figure out what they're going to use and how they're going to use it. And what's the best way to go? Is it best to use the remanufactured stuff? 866-348-7884. truth then coming up in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. At the end of the show, we're going to be speaking of a different kind of replacement, right? I wrote this article actually this morning. It's called Replacing My Arrogance. How do I replace thinking that I'm better than you? Well, I got a whole story, as you might imagine, that goes along with that, and that's coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by The Real Black Book, The Christian Car Guy Show, bringing the kingdom of God through an automotive platform. This is a live show today, and you guys always make this show. You've had an experience with used parts. Maybe you got questions about, should I get rebuilt? Should I get remanufactured? Should I get aftermarket? 866-348-7884, 866 Three, four truth. And as always, all this stuff is at the website, ChristianCarGuy.com. You've got a great big article there on parts is parts. Talks about all these different subjects. And also, I, I wrote the whole article about uh, replacing my earring. It's all there. One of the important things that's there at ChristianCarGuy.com is the Jesus Labor of Love. What that is, it's free car repair labor, not the parts, <laughs> but labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And uh, it's amazing what God does through that ministry every week. And this week we actually picked up several new um, outlets that are doing repairs for families in crisis. And you can find those, as always, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com and you click on the Jesus Labor Love button, or actually Jesus Labor Love has its own website as well. When you look at the service centers, there you're going to see all these people that offer Free car repair labor for single moms, widows, families in crisis. So you may be thinking in your area, gee, where can I find a godly repair center to fix my car, a godly body shop? Well, Interestingly, I will point out in Greensboro, North Carolina, there's a body shop called Romans 828, <laughs> which also helps us out with the Jesus labor love. But I'm thinking when you look at that name, you're guessing that maybe somebody you know might know something about God that's in behind that body shop. But if you look at the list, at christiancarguy.com of those repair centers. We picked up Foster's Automotive in High Point, North Carolina, Quality Automotive in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Elderton, Chrysler, Plymouth in High Point as well. So we had a good week and I'm uh, um, getting some more um, repair centers because we are getting more and more applications. And so what that means is we need more help. We need more volunteers. We need more prayer support. And just like you can fill out an application at Jesus Labor of Love, you can also find out how you can support that ministry, either through prayer or helping us make phone calls and all this kind of stuff. We always talk about that on the first Saturday of the month, and this is the first Saturday of the month, but it's the Jesus Labor of Love. And if somebody's in crisis, like I had somebody in Raleigh email me this morning, they're in crisis, what do I do? You fill out the form, then we have a whole battery of, of people that begin to pray for you and they're on the Jesus Labor Love Prayer Team, which we would love to add you to that list, and that way you get to see what God does for these folks. Then we have volunteers that call all the references to make sure this is a legitimate need that can't be met, and then they call the repair centers to try to make a a connection to somebody that can actually repair the car, and then we got another volunteer that follows up to make sure all these things are happening. So it's amazing how God has put this all together, and it's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. Well, we got Raymond... Is in North Carolina. He has got a question about a catalytic converter. Hey, Raymond, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning.
1: Good morning. I have a 1991 Infiniti I30. It's got uh, 215,000 miles on it, and the catalytic converter is going to need to be replaced. And I was wanting to know your opinion on uh, these uh, aftermarket converters, if they're worth a waste of uh, time or if they're... Some of them
0: 's worth buying, well, the challenge there is there's emission laws that affect you know that that kind of aftermarket part, and as long as it 's meeting the the regulations of the law um and 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 some will actually sell that to you, then by all means uh you know that 's the big deal uh, again, one of the concerns on any catalytic converter is how long is it going to last, and i don 't have any experience for that, Raymond. Of using many aftermarket converters, and you know the one that you got from Infinity lasted 213,000 miles, which is a lot of miles. And and you may know that there's a catalyst that's down in that catalytic converter, and as the fuel comes through there, what happens to them is that eventually that catalyst begins to um, catalyst becomes to where it's almost like welded together, and it blogs the converter so that it can no longer function. So the question on the on the aftermarket catalytic converter that I would research and honestly i don't have any experience for you that how long is this going to last and if again if you're just going to keep the car another twenty thousand miles or something like that that might be part of the consideration as to whether or not you buy the aftermarket one because i'm sure the infinity aftermarket catalytic converter is going to be terribly expensive
1: Uh, exactly yeah it's uh over eight hundred dollars
0: yeah
1: (laughs) yeah the uh I've had. I mean, I've been told that the aftermarket, our aftermarket uh, converters don't uh, don't perform at uh, the most uh, three years.
0: Yeah, that would be that would be my concern. But again, I don't have any experience with that, and and sometimes prayer, or you know, we can put that question online. Maybe somebody else has had some experience with one. You call in today and tell us about your experience with the used catalytic converter. Aftermarket catalog inverter. Maybe you stay tuned, Raymond. Somebody will call in 866-348-7884. A whole lot more on Aftermarket Used Reconditioned. I, uh, Thank you, Raymond. I, God bless I you.
1: Excuse me, but what was that in there? It's chicken. Chicken. Processed. P- processed? That's like when they take a lot of chickens and assemble the respective parts. What parts? What parts? Different parts. Parts is parts. As I hear tell, all the parts are crammed into one big part. Used. Yeah. Then the one big part is cut up into little pieces. Parts.
0: And parts is parts.
1: What parts? Parts is parts. What parts? What parts? parts is parts.
0: Parts is parts today on the Christian Car Guy Show. <laughs> what has been your experience? We had Raymond right before the break. He was checking out. What about an aftermarket catalytic converter? Maybe you've had some experience. Raymond would love to know. I'd love to know. 866-348-7884. That's one of the beauties of the Christian Car Guy audience is that a lot of times you all have had way more experience than I have in some area. And we all learn from each other. So by all means, if you had experience with an aftermarket part, used parts, or maybe rebuilt, remanufactured batteries. Oh, what a subject that is. You know, you can buy a battery that has a one-year warranty, one that has a three-year warranty. Maybe you have experience like my friend Rachel. with (laughs) She had bought a lifetime warranty for her battery years ago, and she'd had like, last time I interviewed her, she had like, I think it was 16 or some crazy number of batteries that she had gotten for free because she bought a lifetime warranty with a Penny's battery. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in. Bill, you're you're thinking.
2: Well, I've got a 2004 Jeep, and the headlights, it's like the, the they got so milky, they almost didn't work, and I ended up with a bump up and got one of them replaced, and I tried some of that stuff you put on there, and you buff it good, and it's supposed to make it, you know, for about 10 minutes. It really worked really great, and then after about 10 minutes, it was just as bad as before. So I'm researching what I'm going to do, and it turned out I could buy a whole new, is it called a housing? Yeah. A whole new housing for about the same price as buying another kit to try and buff it all out.
0: And they look so good when they're new, don't they?
2: Well, not only that, you can see where you're going.
0: (laughs) And and isn't that cool? and, And by the way, while you're at it, you might find that Sylvania has a headlight bulb that would replace what you had. In that housing, because there's a bulb in the housing that actually, and and they have this, I think it's called blue light series, whatever, that that has an amazingly brighter light than what came from the factory. at again, maybe half the price of if you went to Chrysler and bought their, you know, standard bulb that goes in there. So that is a perfect example of there are certain cases where the original manufacturer OEM parts are not the best quality, but they may be the most expensive. There's other times where you got no choice but to go with the OEM part. Uh, you know, certain pieces unless you were to go used. And what's been your experience with that? And, again, we we want to open up this can of worms. It's called insurance. And, and we've seen it happen time and again. When I was in a body shop um, years ago, I was an estimator. And, man, people would get mad when they found out that their insurance company was going to put a used fender on their car. You mean just
2: because it was a 12-year-old car, they were <laughs> upset that they were going to try and put a used fender on that 12-year-old car it was amazing
0: there was a uh, people would absolutely go ballistic over situations where they would use aftermarket parts or they would use used parts and maybe you don't know that insurance companies have different regulations and w- we put it at our website bill provided me with some links that show that each state requires different stuff and like in the washington the state of washington there's essentially no law but if you go to Iowa, where we have our station there in Des Moines, in Iowa, here's the, here's an example of their law. In Iowa, repair facility must not use an aftermarket crash part without disclosing the proposed use of such parts in the estimate of repairs given to the customer prior to the repair of the motor vehicle. The estimate must be in writing and must be clearly identified with each part proposed to be used in an aftermarket crash part. And here's the part I thought was really cool. The following information must appear in a ten point font written (laughs) in blood is that the one where it's got to be written in blood i mean they don't only tell you you got to write it but they got to tell you you can't have it in fine print that's why you
2: pay good money for lobbyists
0: (laughs) brother but nonetheless each state has their particular law that covers and north carolina has a very substantial law new mexico has no law but you can find out all that when you go to the parts is parts uh post there at christiancarguy.com but sometimes insurance companies will actually clip a car. Um, and you know what I mean by that, Bill?
2: No. Do they snip off part of it? So yeah, they, they, can-
0: they will take the actual front half of a used car, of a car that's in a wrecking yard or a back half, and they'll literally cut it at the po- post and attach, you know, a whole front clip or a back clip. Well, as to- long as they don't make a push-me-pull-you where you got the <laughs> engines on both sides. <laughs> And there's a lot of guys back that used to, and, and now titles have to be clearly marked that this is what's happened. When a car's been clipped, you can almost count on the fact that it's going to have that type of title. But there's no doubt that in some cases, uh, you know, people will use extensive amount of used parts, but you're right. If you're, if, if old red, let's just take old red, for example, my nineteen ninety nineteen ninety five 1995, Dodge Dakota, 377,000 miles on it. And, If I needed a quarter panel based on the fact that I got another quarter panel that had no rust, why would I be harmed in any way, shape, or form if the insurance company only replaced it with a rear quarter panel that was used? You mean they don't keep new
2: parts like that in the back of that dealership?
0: Well, Chrysler's required, I think, for 10 years, but we're past the point with Old Red. And so, you know, those kind of things go on. And and so – you know the other thing is if you're replacing a lot of parts that are not mechanical, quite often you well can, that's what you, Bondo's for, isn't it, Bobby? Yeah, you can get them for half the price at, if you're buying used, like auto glass or a fender, or a lot of times you'll have a bracket or something that breaks or a door hinge, something that's not quite as mechanical that you can do that way. We got Mark is in North Carolina. Mark, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing, guys? Doing good. Good What do you got for us? Okay, so look, here's what I've got. I've got a little eight-foot pull-behind trailer. Couldn't get the lights to work. And then they worked, magically worked. And then they wouldn't work. And I said, look, I'm just going to rewire it. So I rewired it. So I came down to this. I hook them up to the minivan. They work for about 10 minutes, and they blow a fuse. 7.5-amp fuse. When you calculate all the bulbs, it's actually about 9-point-something amps is what they all would draw when they're all on and you hit the brakes. Can I take the 7.5-amp fuse out of a Honda minivan and just put in a 10-amp and be okay? Now, Mark, that is an absolutely wonderful question. You can't <laughs> hear the bumper music behind that you. Gear, I want gear, to spend a little gear. time on that question, so if you'll hang on. <laughs> we do not want what that could relate to. So we're going to take that question when we come back. You stay tuned. we got a lot more Christian Car Guy show coming up duct tape some flashlight.
2: Anytime I want to wanna make a change, modify and rearrange, though it might get kind of strange, make them better, nicer,
1: stronger, press smart and cool, and maybe even lame. Call in the replacements. Get
3: the replacements. get the Replacement, get
0: the replacements. replacement parts. What a challenge it is sometimes to figure out exactly what's the right replacement part or is the case of our last caller. What do you do when you're trying to add on a trailer hitch or something like that and you're struggling? Well, we lost our caller, but we will take it off the air since we've had a chance to think about it. And there's a lot going into what he asked. His question was, he has a Honda minivan. He's trying to pull a trailer hitch. He's wired in, you know, the, the, the hookup so that he can put the trailer lights and all that. And it keeps blowing these seven amp fuses. And his question was, can I just slip a 10 amp fuse in there so it'll quit blowing the fuses because of the little of the total amperage required for the added lights. Can't you put one of the kids in
2: the back and when you hit the horn, you tell them to turn the flashlight
0: on. You you could do that with, with, with duct tape, like my one show on duct tape and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's a great question. and, And a lot of times you may be tempted to put a a stronger amp fuse in but the rest of the circuit is not set up for 10 amps and if there's a seven amp fuse there's a reason for that seven amp fuse and honda would have a and does have wiring kits available for trailer hitches that would change whatever needs to happen so that it can accommodate the added lights but there's something in that system besides the fuse that may blow at seven amps. So you really, really find yourself in a mess if you need a wiring harness. So I would never, ever put a fuse in that was not um, what was supposed to go in a particular circuit. However... How about a paperclip? For my friend Mark in North Carolina, I would tell him that if he goes to edmunds.com and types in Honda Odyssey trailer towing hitch questions, guess what? There's a whole article written there on a third-generation Odyssey and a simple way to put in a wiring kit that's available to do that and sometimes we have to take another approach which honestly robbie if i were in that situation this is where i would take it to someplace like trailers of the east coast or somebody that does this for a living and say hey guys i'm up against this and um because those are situations you do not want to fry your wiring harness i have seen that and more ho, 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 ho. you talk about getting yourself into a mess if you put something in there that that hurts the wiring harness, what you got to pay to get all that fixed because some of those things go down through the body of the car and getting to where it might short out would just cost you a fortune. Yeah, so, uh, not covered by insurance. There you go. Speaking of insurance, we are getting into this whole thing on replacement parts. We would love to hear your opinion and maybe know the question for Raymond about whether or not you should use an aftermarket catalytic converter. 866 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four 866 34 truth Another thing that people get into on these emission systems is a lot of times oxygen sensors or other things will turn on your check engine light. And there are, there are actual sensors that are in the catalytic converter, and they buy, they sell, believe it or not, these little extenders. So the sensor will pull away further to give you a different emissions reading so that it will turn the light off and you can pass state inspection. There's things like that. And so this is why, in my opinion, it's really great to have the Ask an Expert page at ChristianCarGuy.com. So maybe you've got that insurance question. You, you didn't have a chance to get on the air and call and ask Bill today. Or maybe you got a question like this about a catalytic converter or a wiring. You go to the Ask an Expert page at ChristianCarGuy.com, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and you can fire a question at Bob, our Christian junkyard guy, our body shop guy. We've got all these resources that are available to The body of Christ to help you when you're in a situation. But, Bill, what would be your evaluation on? Here's the thing when people break into your car or or break into your home, there's a replacement situation there too, where you might not get everything that you originally paid for something.
2: One one of the very best values in insurance is replacement cost coverage. It generally is not much more. And it makes a huge difference between what a used shirt cost and what a replacement shirt cost. So on your homeowners, renter's insurance always, always get the replacement cost coverage. On a car, we have nationwide, and there may be a couple other companies out there, have an endorsement that you can add on for OEM parts. And it's generally only good for the first two or three years of the car. So you don't want to keep it on there longer than that. But if you really feel like you want to make sure that you get that factory part, regardless of what the state law is, you can pay a little bit more and get an endorsement that allows that. Personally, I like the nationwide insurance guarantee that if you take the car to one of our preferred shops in our area, there are about six of them. If you use our preferred shop, then no matter what the problem is, as long as you own that car, we're going to fix it at no cost to you. So if you put a fender on that was a used fender or an aftermarket part and there was ever a problem, you take it back to the shop and the shop fixes it. Now, we do not I don't ever remember us having to do that. So in my mind, I can take care of the risk that way instead of making sure that that much more expensive, slightly different.
0: Harvest. And uh, that's a great point, that often you know, you get, you're know, getting the repair estimate from somebody who wants to fix your car, and they call you, and they go, oh, well, you need a new starter, and you need blah, 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 blah. One of the questions that I put on my website that you should ask is, wow, can that be replaced? Even if you're at the dealership, do I have to get the original equipment part? If I get a rebuild or remanufactured, what would the warranty be on that? And if you find out that, wow, you can get a lifetime warranty on a part that's half the price, which is sometimes the case. I mean, really? What's there to think about? If you get a lifetime warranty or you got a five-year warranty on a rebuilt whatever or remanufactured whatever, those warranties, and that's often the case with like crate engines, that a crate engine may be rebuilt or it may be remanufactured. But sometimes they've, they've got a three or 36,000-mile warranty on it. So you buy the new engine, it has a warranty, but I can buy a rebuild or remanufactured engine at half the price. It has the same warranty. Well, you know, those are legitimate questions that I would always ask my service advisor, whoever's telling me, you need this part replaced. What, Why does a crate need an engine, Robbie? A crate needs an engine. <laughs> that's just what they call it in the business. But I'm sorry, I use those terms that I shouldn't use. It's a used engine. We got Brian is in Burlington. Brian, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. He may have an answer for us on this lighting situation. Uh, actually, it's Lil-
1: Lillington.
0: Oh, Lillington. Wonderful. Brian. I know I was in Lillington just this week. I have a friend who's incarcerated there, and we like to go there to visit him. So, Brian, what, um, what have you got for us? I know you're well, not the calling from there. <laughs> I'm
1: listening to the guy who has a problem with his trailer and he's blowing fuses and i have an rv and i've changed the 12 volt bulbs with led 12 volt bulbs there's a manufacturer that manufactures little bayonet type uh 12 volt bulbs for rvs but they're led so um
0: so they don't draw yeah
1: oh it draws nothing and um, if he puts them on a non-critical light, I don't know if he's got multiple lights on his trailer, you know, for just uh,
0: Running access lights, lights
1: yeah. and then brake lights and then something else. He, he can leave the brake lights as the regular bulbs and change the access lights.
0: Well, Brian, that's why I love listeners like you to call in because that's a great suggestion. Because he's concerned yeah, about uh, the, the total amperage there. And those LED lights are, are good for the whole system to begin with. Any well, I don't you know don't... what
1: the brightness would be, but um, he I, I forget the name of the company, but if you go online looking for, uh, you know, manufacturers, you'll find replacement bulbs for RVs, uh, and they're LED.
0: That is awesome.
1: I, I, I bought I'm
0: them. so glad you called in, and I know Mark will yeah. appreciate that, so God bless you, Brian. Thank you for listening love, in Lillington. We appreciate it.
3: Uh,
1: love your show. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Wow, that was a great call, Bill. We love that. So... As I posted at the website, when you get that call from that somebody that you've you've taken your car into the shop and now you're going to need a part, what I would always do is is take a look at these questions that you could ask, and and one of the questions that you could ask is there an aftermarket pa- part that would last longer or does a better job? Like we talked about wiper blades, or sometimes there's brake shoes that have a lifetime warranty or headlight bulbs, and then how much could I save by you know, using that rebuilt part. And (laughs) is, is there a used part, which is often the case with non-mechanical parts that you, that somebody could put on. And believe me, you know, some dealerships will go crazy when you ask them about used parts because they'll talk about their insurance or whatever. But what you're trying to do is find somebody who's really in this to help you. And I worked in a dealership and we had no insurance problems with us. Well, you're, you're saying that, so if, an ins- if a dealer, I've heard him say, well, if I use used parts, my insurance is going to go, what? Is that, you know, it's part of their garage coverage?
2: Well, the, the body shop is going to discuss the situation with the adjuster, and the adjuster is going to use a special program to come up with what to do. Um, and we can talk about this when we get back from the break, but I've got a suggestion for you.
0: Good, we like suggestions. Like Brian's suggestion, we got some great callers. We want your suggestions. 866-34-TRUTH. When we come back, we're going to find out how to replace arrogance. the healing begins possibly <laughs> it did for me this week on this whole idea of replacements and we're going to talk about how God shared with me a different kind of a replacement that I needed <laughs> the original equipment was not arrogance but I had somehow or other gotten that aftermarket and uh, God was going to work on that with me and I'm going to share that story in just a minute but I want to finish up this thing on we we're talking about replacement parts and quite often there are aftermarket parts that are better quality than what originally was designed. As my producer pointed out to me, uh, Johnny Angel, who, who he said that you've had some trouble with these head gaskets on GM engines, but the aftermarket ones were better.
3: Yeah, the GM uh, head gasket for the V6 engine, their V6 engine, it's a great engine. They put it in almost every one of their vehicles, except except for maybe their trucks. But it's in their SUVs it's in all of their cars, from their small cars to their big cars on across all their product lines um, but the head gaskets and the intake gaskets, which are similar but not exactly the same, they're made of um not plastic but some kind of polymer, you know right. some kind of thing, and they wear out between seventy and ninety thousand miles on just across the board and when you know when that happens they have to take apart the engine
0: right it's an expensive repair it is it's between and so it's you, between 600 and your 1200 experience was that the dollars. ones you replaced them with went longer than the 70 or eighty thousand miles of gm
3: one. oh yeah they i mean they and that's i mean from i've had a my grandma's had one replaced i've had one replaced my fiance's had one replaced my parents have to have one replaced a, now a gm guy
0: yeah we're proud of you. Yeah, Ros- well, it's, it's, just,
3: it's kind of by accident, <laughs> but it's happened, you know.
0: Well, that's a perfect yeah. example. So when you are getting this repair and that guy calls you and says, you need this part. We went through these questions. They're at my website. Can I get it used? Can I get it? One of my favorite questions to ask if I were, and, and I, you got to ask these questions humbly. Like, you, you know, you're asking for help because the service people, that's what they do for a living. They're trying to help you. And if you give them props to they really do want to help me, then ask them a question like this. What would you do if it was your car? What would you do if it was your mother's car? Those are great questions to ask. I'm hum- sure he likes his mother first. <laughs> But nonetheless, those are great questions to ask in a very humble fashion, asking and trusting that people will help you. It's amazing how much people really want to do that. Now, the question that I posed at the beginning, I promised I would get to, is replacing my arrogance. How do I replace thinking That I'm better than you. Well, this week, I was reading John Eldridge's amazing book, Walking with God, and he shared how he and each member of his team asked God for something that they should give up and what to replace it with. And he wanted to to kind of hear what God was telling him to replace. And what John heard in his book he talked about was God wanted him to replace self with my love. And he was trying to work through that at the meeting, and he didn't have time. So we went back, and he started to journal and asked God what he meant by that. And God told him, the self-reliance that you have, the go, 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 got to get things done, and then we wanted to replace that with trusting the Father. And, you know, it was really cool. As I read that, I said, hey, I wonder if I could do that. Again, this is in the book Walking, by God, walking with God, and all these links are at my website, christiancarguy.com. But I thought, man, I need to ask God what I should give up and what he wanted me to replace it with. So I went to prayer asking God what he had for me. And you know what I heard? <laughs> arrogance. Ah, no, it can't be. Yes, the more I listened and I understood. I could see it in my heart. Many situations of conflict. I simply thought I was better or more spiritual or close to God than the person I was in conflict with. In a word, arrogance. I then reflected on what Thomas Kempis said in his book, The Imitation of Christ, and he, he talked about if you could just overcome one fault a year, just think about it, in a few years, you would be more the bride that Jesus deserves. In 10 years, you would have gotten rid of 10 things. So I was excited, and, and, and this, I went to God, I said, man, this is like a treasure hunt, because I know I've got this fault, and I have no idea what you're going to do to replace this with me. So I was excited at, at about the journey. I saw a a Ransom Heart series on The Poser with Craig McConnell one time where he talked about that real repentance is like the prodigal son. Man, you are dying to get back to the father. You're excited to find out. So I was like on this treasure hunt, like, God, I know I got this fault. You're going to have something cool for me. And so I was praying and journaling, and all of a sudden, I remembered George McDonald's favorite passage from his book, Unspoken Sermons. It was in... Matthew 18, where Jesus was showing the disciples who would be the greatest in the kingdom. And at that time, the disciples came to Jesus, said, who then is going to be the greatest in the kingdom? And Jesus called a little child to him and set them in the midst and said, assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as a little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. So, how, Jesus, how can I get back to that childlike humility? And I thought, aha, I need my humility card. My humility card has been stolen, just like my earlier journey with my innocence card. So, Jesus, how did it happen, and how can I go back to my childhood who lorded themselves over me? When did I make this agreement with Satan that I was better? Oh, the feeling came back strong and fast. It was my sister. My sister, the pain, oh, she would just, oh, she had this arrogant streak that, man, when it happened, it hurt. And Jesus, I need your help here. What's going on? And I began to reason through this. I thought, well, Satan aided my sister in pulling her humility card. Who was that? And as I thought about that, I was, oh, man, my father. I mean, my father's a wonderful man, but when he goes into this arrogance thing, it is absolutely brutal. So then I thought, well, who aided Satan in pulling my father's humility card? And again, I remembered how my father felt bullied by his older brother. And I thought, man, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but Satan has been pulling our humility card for generations. So now, having found the wound and the bitter root agreement, Jesus, what do I replace my arrogance with? And all of a sudden, Jesus said, well, Robbie, what does your sister have in the way of intelligence or spirituality, or what do you have that I did not give you? What does your father have or his older brother have? All good gifts were from the father. So if I gave you one kind of great gift, I gave the person you're in conflict with something just as great, so there's no need for them to lord things over themselves. Or, in essence, you can have your humility card back. And Jesus said, yeah, yeah, I gave my life so you could have it. Do you want it? And I did replace my arrogance for the time. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing this is something I'm going to have to protect and cherish as essentially, and there's a neat picture, I put it at christiancarguy.com, of a man that looks very arrogant, and there's a child doing some finger painting. And when you look at the two pictures, it's very clear what God had in mind when he took that child and said, well, here's a picture of who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And when you look at the two, it's hands down the kid with the paint. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right, Bill? And so we want to thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guy show. Hopefully we got some part stuff done. Bill, was there something you wanted to add as far as it?
2: Sometimes if you've got a repair going, you get the estimate from the body shop and the insurance company to agree on what they're going to do. And then talk to the body shop about some lower cost parts. And in some cases, you might be able to get that deductible reduced by paying less on the repairs. No guarantee, but it's a great conversation to have. All
0: right. I want to thank you all for listening to Christian Car Guy show. Remember, the Jesus, Labor, Love, and all this stuff is at ChristianCarGuy.com. Links to all the states and what their, their laws are as far as replacement parts. All those questions that I mentioned on the show that you could ask your repair person. The Jesus Labor Love, free car repair labor for single moms, widows, families in crisis. Again, that's just the laborer. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in 33 years. Get your humility card today.